Welcome to the She's Valiant podcast, where we talk about real women's issues like taking the big leap in careers, starting a business, money, and choosing courageous actions when times get tough. We'll certainly discuss what business can and should look like as feminine leaders. At She's Valiant, we believe in elevating women in business and that women should be in all places where decisions are being made. We are so glad you're here. Do you think that we put enough emphasis on how our environments, mainly specifically our people, our networks, our contacts in our life, friends, family, do you think that we talk enough about how that impacts us as professionals or, you know, uh, maybe just individuals and how we develop. I don't think we do talk about it enough and probably because who are we going to talk about it to them? Well, I guess other professionals, I guess other peers. Yeah. I guess it depends on the situation. Right. But I guess, I mean, like, do you think that there's enough information out there just for, I guess if you're searching for it, there's information out there, right? Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever been in a situation where you had to kind of reassess what the people around you are or how the people around you are impacting you? Maybe not not in a negative way. Not in a negative way. So in, in a negative way. Oh yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm, I am, um, yes, I have had many friends come and kind of go and most of them went because that's what I needed them to do. You know, it was my doing. Um, it's really hard when you're ambitious and when you want, when you are building, um, it's really hard to find people that are supportive, genuinely supportive. And because quite frankly, you know, people that are ambitious and that have a lot of things going on, there's not a lot of extra time. And you have to, if you're going to be successful, pick, like, use your time wisely, right? Yeah. And if there's not, if if those people don't fall into the using your time wisely category, then unfortunately, there's not time for them. Yeah, that's interesting. So and it, it, it's kind of harsh sounding, I think. But, and I don't, I'm not saying that I wouldn't have lunch with a friend I haven't talked to in, you know, six months. But as far as inner circle people that I value and I look to for, conversation, whether it's about my life or my work or whatever, um, you know, that's very protected. And there have been many people, I shouldn't say many. I mean, it's not like I'm, you know, like running people Cut off. Out masses of people masses. in your life. <laughs> but I will tell you, I am a deleter on social media. I will delete your ass. Okay. <laughs> if we're not, if we're not, if, if we're not in the same, you know, same realm. I just don't have time and my time is limited and I'm not going to invest it where it's not productive or where it's not 
um, mutually beneficial. You know what I mean? One thing I want to go back to and I want to dig into more is something you said about kind of like when you were on your come up and Mm -hmm. there were people who, I guess, they were not receiving that well or um, I guess giving you some flack or something like that. Cause like at the surface we would be like, who wouldn't want to see someone in your life doing well and succeeding for themselves? Like, like at the surface, it's like, I mean, yeah, of course, totally support you like to see you do your thing. But we know in a real world that that's not always the case. So I'm wondering if you could speak more to that. Like, what is that? You know, because there's going to be people who listen to this podcast who are trying to do their own thing. They're trying to, you know, develop themselves. They're trying to pursue a, a higher level of their career. Um, and they're on their own come up in some way. So, like, what is what did that look like for you? I think for me, it was, it kind of hit me one day. I can kind of remember the day that I'm like, I am different than the people I'm around. Oh, and it's kind of funny because that started for me a long time before, well, before I was in business for myself. Um, I remember being at a friend's dad's house. I think there might've been a bonfire or something like that. And her dad had asked me, oh, well, you know, what do you do? Or where do you work? I think is what he said. And I was working for a tax accountant at the time. And I was the only married one out of our group. Um, of course I got married very young, but they were all working, um, jobs that were more college e jobs. Mm -hmm. And here I stood there working for a tax accountant and we were all about the same age. You know, like I've, I've kind of always stood out on, or, or was different. I won't say stood out, but was different than the people kind of in my circle. Um, but sometimes, I mean, I think for me, I've, I've, kind of, you know, looked around and, and really did realize how different I am, you know, when, when I was coming up in my businesses, you know, I mean, my friends were enjoying vacations and, and naps on Sundays and, you know, all the things while I was hustling, working, you know, it's, there was just, I don't know. It's like, either you got it, you got, you got it or you didn't, you know, and, and it, it sometimes was very evident that, um, you know, I had, I remember starting a, um, starting a new job, you know, it would have been my retirement job. And I remember taking or asking a friend to go shopping with me, especially my best friend. And she was just like, I don't have money like you have. All of a sudden you have money, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and it got really weird. And I, I feel like some people can't be supportive because they don't want you to leave them behind. I don't think it's, I don't think it's, um, you know, negative towards you necessarily. I think it's an issue that they have. They don't want to be left behind. Their own insecurities. Yeah. Yeah. And, Mm. and I think I've dealt with that along the way in a situation or two as well. Um, But then there's also people that, I'm just like, you know, this isn't, this is not mutually beneficial. This, this situation is not good. And then there's also the people that I used to know that I've haven't been around for in years and probably 
a couple years ago, I had gotten two or three messages from this girl on Facebook with real hateful, who do you think you are? Okay, I only sent you that one message. <laughs> it was not you. <laughs> uh, I might need to check that though. I don't I'm think I would never. That's but, not me. You know, at like all. A, who do you think you are? Oh, you think you're it's I mean, bold. I'm like bold. I, I was shocked. <laughs> who do you and I'm and the bad thing about it is I'm very subdued on social media. I number one, yeah. I don't yeah. have a whole lot of time to mess with it. But number two, it's like, I don't post anything that would no, make anyone don't. feel some kind of way. And she just kind of, and it was somebody I used to run around with. Mm. And apparently, well, I don't know what I said or did on social media, but it tore her up. So yeah. there's also that, you know, there's people, the haters, you know, yeah. there's the haters. And then there's the people that are jealous, which could be the haters too, I guess. Um, But then there's the people that are, like treasures that you meet and you want to lock arms with them and move forward. Yeah. Right. There's the people that you may not be exactly the same place, but you know, there's, there's a mutually beneficial thing there. There's, there's, you know, maybe there's strengths or maybe, you know, this friend is stronger than you are in this situation. And like, you can feed off of each other. Yeah. They may be not, maybe have not necessarily made it, but they're on the journey. Yeah. And to me, that's, that's really important that people understand the journey because that also means that I don't have a lot of free time. And if I'm choosing to spend it with you, I'm giving up something else in order to make that happen. Right. And, you know, if we talk about partners, I saw this, this quote, um, Uh, It's been a while back, but it said something to the effect that ambitious people have two choices, either a super supportive partner or none at all. And I feel that. I feel that. I, I, I totally agree with that. Either you have the support in that partner or you can't have one, you know, and the right kind of support, you know, it's, it's, it's crucial that, you have the support you need. Yeah, totally. I have found that to be especially, yeah, I've always been a very social person. I've always had lots of different, you know, acquaintances, close friends in lots of different circles of life. And, and so like, it's not ever been, difficult for me to have people, you know, even if it's just like a professional network, but like it's, it's been especially important for me and my career now, you know, as a entrepreneur, you know, to have other people around me who are in the arena. That's what keeps coming up for me as we're talking oh about this. Is Don't get me <laughs> started on that quote. Man. Do not get me yes. started on that quote. We I are going to talk about that one day. We are. Yeah, absolutely. So if you're a Brene Brown fan, um, then you have heard her on more than one occasion um, do the uh, in the arena speech um, and actually have that hanging on my wall. Only it's been um, modified to talk about women in the arena, um, but it's great. So it's especially important now, but what, you know, as you're talking, like I'm thinking about a relationship I recently had to release that 
I know that I know that I know was the right thing, but I still carry like some sorrow with me. Oh yeah. Because it was a long-term friendship. Yeah. But there are some times you receive a clear message, sometimes right upside the forehead that like this relationship is no longer healthy for me. Mm -hmm. And when you receive that message about anything, really, but when the universe sends you that clear of a message, it's time to respond in some way. My only regret with releasing that relationship is that I didn't close the loop in that what I mean by that is, you know, having that conversation like almost like a, a friendship breakup. It was just kind of, it just dissipated. Do you really feel like you need closure? I mean, is that normal for you or? I think it's the right thing to do. Because sometimes I, I, th- I think it, it, it ends it. Like it gives it finality and honoring what it was. And it feels like the grown up thing to do. <laughs> Look and- at you. <laughs> So grown up, not me. Well, not, not me. But I wasn't grown up about it because I didn't, and it just kind of melted away. And um, you know, there's you don't think that's a normal way for relationships to kind of peter out is for them yeah, to for just like acquaintances dissolve. and things, but like for long term, oh, really see. close friendships, it I feels see. like it feels like we should have honored that friendship a little more by ending it the right way. Hmm. It feels like just, just if I could go back and give myself some loving critique, I have to be loving about it. Um, You know, that, that we could have had the conversation instead of ending it the way we did. But at the end of the day, I don't regret ending the friendship Um, that was, it was the right thing to do. Our values were not aligned. I don't know that they ever were. Um, but it it was the right thing to do. And that's sad. It is sad. It's hard, but it felt, it felt good. It felt right. Yeah. And, you know, like I'm careful to curate the people in my life, um, based on number one, how they treat other people and two, you know, like what are they trying, are they trying to contribute to the world in some way or develop themselves? Are they trying to make the world a better place when they leave it? You know what I mean? Um, So like, I'm, I'm, I'm very careful to curate the people in my life based on several factors, but that, that are you hardcore? In that your friends or the people you spend time with, do they have to be in your boat rowing and you in theirs as far as what they're doing in life, whether it's uh, a career, a, a business, a whatever? Like, are you that hardcore? Say more because I'm, I'm not sure exactly. I know okay, like, like as far as your friends, are you – like for me, I'll, I'll – about for me at this point in my life my friends have to be in my boat rowing the same direction 
not drilling holes in the boat, not lagging behind on a raft drinking beer, you know, and we're dragging. I'm talking about in the boat rowing. They don't have to work for me. They don't have to be anywhere near what I'm doing, but we have to be on the same page and heading in the same direction. At this point in my life, that is what I require. And I'm not saying like, but I'm also in their boats. So, so I'm in their boat rowing just as hard for them as they are for me. At this a picture point, for like what rowing means, like how, like, how does someone row for you? Um, they don't sabotage. They support. They um, are positive. They um, understand or try to understand where I'm coming from. Like it's 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 more of a, a supportive role, but at the same time, um, I think the only way you can really be that is if you're kind of in the same boat, right? Like if you if you're in a similar situation, I think that's the only way you can really understand. Yeah. And I'm not saying this situ this situation or circumstance is any better than any other circumstance or situation. I'm just saying it's mine. For me right now, my yeah. focus is on building businesses and making money. Yeah. No, I, I hear what you're saying. And I think the way the language I would use is I'm choosing to have people in my, and I think I'm going to have to end up reading it, but I'm, I'm choosing to, to have people in my life who are in the arena. I'm in their arena. They let me in their arena. Mm -hmm. They're Same. in the arena fighting with me. Yes. Um, so what th that means is typically the people that I tend to attract are other people who are running the race in their careers, running the race in their business, trying to make stuff happen. They are talking about, they're talking about, you know, business They're talking about, you know, how to make the world better. They're talking about, you know, things, ideals, not people. Mm, see yeah. the difference like yeah. like we're talking about big things and ideas and you know how to make our situations better and the law of attraction growth. and it, yeah. you know woo woo stuff growth and development you know mm -hmm. and 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 it's not to say that I, I there aren't people that I love currently and that are you know like but like I do keep it at arm's length who, you know, might not necessarily be in the arena. So we've all got people in our lives who are in the cheap seats. Mm, yeah. But but we need to be careful <laughs> not to let them into the arena because they don't know how to fight. They they've never fought this fight. But but isn't it funny how um people in the cheap seats I think about a football game, okay? People yelling down, yeah. do this, do this, do this. Yeah. It's like you're actually you sitting up in the yeah. Yeah, yeah, like coach, or what a up. crappy call, ref. I don't know. This is, you're going to just notice my <laughs> lack of, you know, uh, informed, or you know, like my lack of knowledge about sports. But it's like, you know, you did bad call, ref. You, are you blind? You yeah. didn't see Where's that the coming. Foul? Where's the foul? I've had that many times at my son's yeah. ball games. Oh. Where's the foul? Oh, my. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like this sports ball ain't <laughs> sports balling, you know? So, yeah. And, yeah, absolutely. But it's like you've never played ball a day in your life. 
How right. can you, how can you, you know, I don't know. It's like me going and trying to call the shots at a football game. Well, I've never even watched a full football game before. How the hell am <laughs> I supposed to call this game? You know, so. Um, yeah. it's, that's, that's exactly that's what it. I mean. That's exactly what I mean. It's like I need people in the, I don't say in the struggle because it's not always a struggle. Sometimes it's awesome. Right. So but, let me just say this. Let me just pause here. Just for if anyone hasn't heard this before. Let me just say this. So uh, the woman in the arena, it's not the critic who counts, not the woman who points out how the strong woman stumbles or where the doer of deeds could have done them better. The credit belongs to the woman who is actually in the arena, whose face is marred by dust and sweat and blood, Mm -hmm. who strives valiantly, who errs, who comes short again and again because there is no effort without error and shortcoming but who does actually strive to do the deeds who knows great enthusiasms the great devotions who spends herself in a worthy cause who at the best knows in the end of the triumph of high achievement and who at the worst if she fails at least fails while daring greatly so that her place shall never be with those cold and timid souls who neither know victory nor defeat. Modified uh, quote by Theodore Roosevelt. Yes. And that's where she's valiant. Yes. Was named from. Yeah. That, that quote, that, oh my gosh, it's true. It's like, unless you're down here trying your hardest, I don't want to hear shit. Yeah. Yeah. So. Absolutely. I mean, it's, that's, that's kind of where I'm at, honestly, at this point in my life. I'm not saying it's going to be forever and hasn't always been this way, but where I'm at, I'm in my prime. I'm, <laughs> I'm hustling. I'm working hard. I'm, I'm building things. I have excellent people around me, but it's also because I've been pretty choosy. But the interesting thing is you attract people like you. Yeah. You know, I I mean, I've been through a lot of um, heartache, I guess, where friends are concerned. And that was had everything to do with being in the church and leaving the church or being in the church Mm -hmm. and going through church split or, you know, whatever. And that's a whole nother story. But I have been through the ringer where friends are concerned and it's it's amazing how when you when you become fully self-employed when you're no longer working for anyone else how lonely it can be yeah <laughs> cuz it is it is no everybody else is working a 9 to 5 or they have to do the stuff on the weekends or like they're unavailable or you're unavailable because you're working when they're available you know like it's really it is it is different to be in the seat on the friend front. Um, I mean, I I can't explain how I literally walked away from my job, my my last job. And I'm like, well, shit, there goes the last of my friends. I already lost the other ones before, you know, I'm not working with anybody anymore. How am I going to, how am I going to, you know, find people like me out there? And I'll tell you what, I have the best friends um they're all different they're all doing different things but they're still in the boat they still are supportive they're you know they're still 
hear for me and understand. But it is also a different group, a different type of person because I'm a different person than I was yeah. before, you know? Yeah. Um, and there's more people out there like me than what I realized. For sure. So. For sure. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's, there's friends everywhere. I mean, there's people out there and I think that, you know, I'm a big fan of, you know, you attract what you focus on. And so mm. when you start focusing on certain areas, you tend to attract people who are also doing the same. Um, another thing we could drill down into, which there's a lot there is if we go less general as we're talking about finding your people, finding your friends, I think it gets even more interesting when we talk about finding your sisterhood mm, and, yeah. you know, and, and, you know, the woman in the arena is a great kind of like blueprint, but you know, it gets, we've all been burned by another woman, right? I mean, we've all been burned and, especially in the workplace mm, because yeah. you know we get into scarcity when when there's scarcity like scarce opportunities scarce funds we get competitive with each other because it's not going to be you sis it's going to be me mm-hmm. that gets this and and so there's a lot of factors at play, but we also don't have really great playbooks about how to be sisters, how to, what true sisterhood is. I'm just curious to know your thoughts on that. I completely agree. It is different. It is totally different. But I also think it comes down to, I mean, I think we all have what we would call acquaintances or, hey, I know that person. You don't really know them, but, right, hey, I, you know, right. I know her or whatever. But then there's the, the kind of the inner circles. What I think I'm ref- I'm calling in, you're saying sisterhood. It's yes. the, those people that you may not share every single detail of your life with all of them, but they're there and they, they're your inner circle. They know the things. They've seen the progress. They whatever. Um I think the inner circle or the sisterhood just kind of happens for you. And it's not necessarily something that you go in search of. Well, I mean, I don't think I can, I don't, I don't think when I met you, I was like, Hey, she can be part of my sisterhood. You know, I don't think no, I had no. that mentality. Yeah. I, th- I think that sometimes the the universe just divinely orchestrates things and, and then it works out. But I also, yes, so I think there's inner circle, yes, like that's that's a special, special arrangement in and of itself. <clears throat> but I also think that you can carry those, those tenets of sisterhood and just unabashed support to even strangers. Yes, I would agree with that. And that... And, you know, I'm looking at you, white women, (laughs) you know, like supporting other women and um, even in, even in, and especially in the blunders. Mm. Even in, and especially when the times get tough. And, you know even in 
situations where maybe the ideology is different. Not necessarily saying that we have to support hate, hate and hatefulness. That's a whole other situation. Right, right, right. But I just mean like, cause even me and you, Jennifer, like some of our, you know, like we're not obviously going to think the same on every topic. Right. We're not going to have, you know, we have different experiences, different backgrounds, but, but like, it's just that support that doesn't always happen. Like we talk about it, but like, it doesn't always happen. And from my experience, the, the women dynamic can be rough. Yes. And I also feel like your sisterhood or the support that you have around you is the judgment-free support. Yes. It's the place that you don't have to worry about being on a Zoom call with somebody in this group and you having full face of makeup, hair completely done. You know, like you don't have, you can be yourself and be comfortable and free with those people. Yeah. Now, again, I don't know that everyone wants to share their whole life story and all their dirty secrets with everyone, even if they're in that group. But having the freedom to choose knowing it's a safe place is great, you know? Yes. And, and hear me when I say like, I'm not saying that we offer the same level of vulnerability and, you know, uh, or I'll just leave it at that vulnerability to everyone. You just can't, it doesn't make sense. Um, I think that deploying some level of vulnerability and, in, in Life, you know, according to again the gospel, according to Brene Brown, is 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 great. But you know, it not everyone deserves deep level of you know certain deep level deeper levels of connection with you. But but just offering like in the in I guess I'm just specifically thinking about like workplace or even like family and friends when someone shares an idea with you. Let me just let me just go to my list and think about this. But like when sh- when someone shares an idea with you, do you immediately go to, you know, oh well, you got to be careful with this and don't do you know and don't do that or I tried that and didn't work. Don't even worry about that, you know. Or do you do you brainstorm? This is how we can make that happen. Yeah. You know, instead of tearing down the idea, um, because maybe it works out for them. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I think also, I think that there's people that want to be in that position with you, but they can't, they're just not. You know, and, and I think that sometimes, um, you know, there's people that have lots of ideas for you, right? I think you should do this. This is how you need to do that thing. Um, you know, I think we might've talked about the last time, but it's just like, take advice for people that from people that are where you're head, you know, where you're going. Or yes. people that have been in the arena, people that know what the hell they're talking about, you know, not not people sitting on the sidelines from the cheap seats, you know, yelling yes. 
your direction. You need to do this for your business. It's like, okay, how many businesses do you have and have you ran and are successful? You know, that's kind of, you know, and when have you been, you know, a middle-aged white woman doing the thing, you know, like whatever. Um, I think that we need to be careful too, to not let the wrong people in. Yeah. Yeah, totally. It all goes back to the arena, you know, and you know, is it like opinions are like assholes? Everybody's got one. So, (laughs) you know, and so people are going to give you advice and it's not always going to come from people who know what they're talking about. Even though they think that they do. They think that they do. And that's their experience. But it's you have the freedom to choose whether you are receiving it or not. And I love the concept of of taking that advice and filtering it through. Does this person have the experience to be speaking on this? Has this person done the thing that I am trying to do? And it may not be specifically. If you want to be a, you know, the supreme widget maker of all the land and they've never made a widget, you know, if it's, it may not necessarily be that specific industry, but if they have never built something or if they've never been even similar to, you know, to that type of role, maybe that's not the source. So it's seeking out and finding relationships that are going to light you up and people who have been in that role or been, been in your shoes or who are maybe are a few steps ahead of where you are. That's a really great relationship to have too. But even if they're not ahead of where you are, they're, they're more in step with where you are in your journey or maybe a few steps behind, but they're still like to use your terminology, they're still rowing. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's, it's, it's a different flow. I also, yeah. I also think that the universe knows that you're open Mm. for connection. Yes. And that a lot of times, it, it just happens. You don't necessarily mean for it to happen or you don't necessarily not want it to happen. But if you're open to it, people will cross your path that spark an interest. You know, that you, you're like, hmm, what, well, I need to learn more about this thing or this yeah. person. What do they do? How does this go? You know, who are their connections? I mean, I, I think that, you know, going back to the law of attraction, there's, you know, there's, there's, forces out there that align you with the right people for you. Right. But there are, so being open, asking for it, like that's, that's part of it. But the other part of it is taking action. And so you, you know, like, like networking, you never know who you might meet, who might be able to connect you to the next great opportunity. But as long as you're staying open, you're putting yourself out there, you're taking action, you're meeting people, you know, and especially in pockets where people are doing great things, like that's your action. 
because you might not ever know where that conversation. So like I'll use our situation as an example, Jennifer. I know that like I have been curious about podcasts. I've been, you know, I really enjoy having women in my life who, um, who talk about money the way you do. Um, and, and I, I don't know that I was a part of this networking group with a specific intention of like, let me reach out to somebody who has a podcast who can, but I have, I intentionally joined a networking group for the purpose of feminine connection. Right. And interacting with this and being active with the networking group and then boom, I meet you. It wasn't instant, but you know, a few months in and I meet you and I'm connected with you. And so that's how the action, the intention, the action, and then the, the universe does its magic. Yeah. I would agree with you. Yeah. I would agree with you. It's, um, so I got a quick funny story. So when I was working or when I left my retirement job to work for myself full time, um, I was in a point at, was kind of lonely. Right. And, and so I had started, I don't know, I'm sure the app is still around, but meetup, like a meetup group uh-huh. for entrepreneurs. And it, um, it was a huge flop. It was terrible. I literally, um, I think I might've had a couple people come off and on. And then, um, it usually ended up being me and two men that were like my dad's age. And I'm like, what the hell? It's like, I was forcing it. You know, it's like, I was trying to, I was trying to make everything happen in my time in, in what I thought I needed at the time. And looking back at that now, I kind of giggle a little bit because I'm like, holy shit, that was, that was like, (laughs) I'm glad that that didn't work out because I have all these relationships that I value and that have come into my life at different points. But since, since I have been full-time self-employed, it's just interesting how it all works out. I might've met one person from that meetup that I still talk to. I think it's just, you know, it's just interesting, but it was horrible. It was horrible. Yeah. The forcing it is so, yeah. Cause that's, that's a repellent. Yeah. When you're trying to force it and say, this is how it's going to go. You're limiting, you're limiting the universe from like, we keep talking about the universe you know, you're just limiting the, the possibility by saying, I'm going to create this thing. This is how it's going to happen. They're going to come to this thing. And that that's how I'll build my network. But yeah. It's like, and I mean, yeah. but at the same time, we do network intentionally. Yes. Right? Absolutely. But it wasn't, I think from the place I was coming from, I was like, this is lonely. I need some people yeah. that understand what I'm going through. Yeah. 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 yeah no. I will never do that again. But you learned from it. So like have some compassion for past. You didn't know what you didn't know. So man, I did not know. It was terrible. (laughs) One time it was me and this old guy. It's like we were on a date. Oh no. We would meet at a restaurant. 
And here's me and this guy. And it's like, oh my God, what the hell have I done? I'm, I'm on a date with this guy. So weird. <laughs> it was so weird. Your entrepreneurial dad. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> Finally I had Terrell start coming with me. I'm like, baby, you got to come with me. This is getting awkward. <laughs> he was like, okay. That's bad. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it yeah. was bad. It was really bad. <laughs> I think I did it for like, I don't know, maybe six months. So it's like once a month. Yeah. It was terrible. Anyway, yeah, I just mm. think friends are, are important because that's the other part too is we desperately need people that we can, so we can have an outlet. And so we can, when we talk about things, it, it's it's not hitting a, a, you know, not just hitting a brick wall and disappearing. You know, it's it's people that really do understand like, okay, yeah, I did face that. And it's kind of how I did it. If, if you need help with that, let me know. You know, but I just, just I think it's so important to have people. And then and, I have, go ahead. I'll say, and I have a friend that we talk, our businesses kind of cross a little bit, but we rarely talk about business. We talk about life. Yeah. Damn, I need that too. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, so there's, there's also the component of, of ha- having people and sometimes it's just one or two people you know in your close close oh for sure you know but but having at least one person in your life who's going to call you out in a loving way mm-hmm. and hold up a mirror to you and say this ain't it sis <laughs> that is that's invaluable and it may sting a little when mm. <laughs> that mirror is held up but it's invaluable when it's done from a place of love and support and, you know, um, of wanting to see you succeed. Right. But again, yeah. they have to, they have to be in a place to call you out. Yeah. If, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Absolutely. Well, I've got a list of five signs. It's a list I created some time ago, but it's a list of five signs that people around you are holding you back. Do you want to hear that? I do. So this is what I came up with. Now, of course, there's more, more out there, but this is just, you know, top five. They warn you instead of helping you figure out how you can do it. So it's kind of what I was talking about. You know, you ha- you want to do this thing. You want to apply for this job. You you have this idea. You might want to turn into a business. You want to see the world. You want to, you know, whatever it is. You want to retire at 55, whatever. So this, the person in your life who continually warns you or tells you be careful with that or uh, gives you all the reasons why you shouldn't. Instead of helping you figure out how you can do it, that's that's a it's a red flag. Mm-hmm. Now, again, I'll, I'll just add the caveat that there's the there's if there's a person who's in the arena with you, who you know you can trust, who's in your inner circle, might hold up a mirror and say, you know, you hate, you, you don't know how to swim, you hate water but you're wanting to go deep sea diving, maybe is it the right thing? <laughs> maybe we should but, come up with a new plan. Yeah, let's see. Like, let's see what's going to be a better fit for you. Um, and I'm not saying that that can't happen. It's just 
we all know that there are people out there who are operating from their own scarcity who are trying to project that onto you. That's what I'm trying to say. Right. Um, People who are critical of your efforts. It's kind of like what you were talking about when you were starting to really take off and expand that people might be critical of you and what you're trying to do. Um, People who are not taking their own chances. Um, So if they are just fine with, you know, where they are and they just want to kind of stay in the safe zone and their comfort zone and they're not rowing with you, you know. So, so I, I do have something really quick to say about that. Sure. Not everybody is cut out or not everybody cares right. about self-growth, business growth, and all the things. I am married to a man who could not give two shits less about anything business or anything, any kind of thing like that. Um, he's happy to be able to go on vacation once a year, all the bills to be paid us to be able to go out to eat occasionally. Like he's happy with that. So I think, and I know we're talking about for somebody that's ambitious, you know, um, but I do think we need to be clear that people are different. You know, it's, it's not like it it doesn't mean that we're coming from a place that you have to be this way. If you're going to be a, you know, a a powerful woman or whatever, I I just feel like that there are people, not everybody, not everybody's the same. Yes. And, and I don't want to appear disrespectful but like we're we're looking at this from a the lens of someone who's looking to take that big leap yes and who's wanting to make the who's looking for development and and if you've your few are if that fits you like if you are someone who's looking to take that big leap and let go and you've surrounded yourself by people who are in their comfort zones and are glad to hold you right there in that comfort zone with you, you will have, you will be swimming upstream. Is that the phrase? You will be, (laughs) you will be fighting an uphill battle. I will find something to fit the scenario. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Because you you just can't like you are going to do better when you have other people around you who are, willing to to toe outside of this that comfort zone the other thing i'll say on this matter is just because you are not pursuing you know a higher level in your career or wanting to launch a big business or to do a big thing doesn't mean that you're not interested in personal development and i will take my grandmother as an example of that my 88 year old grandmother has an iPad. She texts with emojis. She's on Facebook (laughs) checking out all the activity of all of her grandkids. And she is someone she reads, she quilts. She's, I mean, you, you talk to this woman and you know, like, I mean, you're not having a conversation with an 88 year old. I mean, like she doesn't use her age as a reason to not learn new things. She is always wanting to learn something new and and so like 
is she trying to launch a business? No. Is she trying to, you know, pursue her career? No. But she's always learning something new. And that is my inspiration yeah. for that particular one. I want a grandma like that. Oh my gosh. She's amazing. Can I meet her? Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. <laughs> I want to partake in that. <laughs> she's she awesome. Sounds cool. It's yeah. Cool. <laughs> um, the other things I'll say is, uh, and this is a big one. This is a big one, but people who discuss other people Ugh. and it's a big one because for me, because I have been this person and sometimes still struggle with this, hmm. but, and so it's, it's, it's hard to sometimes look in the mirror and have to face your own shit, but we have to do it if we're going to grow. But yeah, the discussing other people um, and the, uh, oh, go ahead. I'm so sorry. I keep interrupting you. No. So have you seen that quote when it talks about um, sitting at the table with ambitious women, something about the conversation's okay. different. Yeah. The conversation's different. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And so, and that was one of the the reasons it was one of many reasons, but for releasing that friendship is the foundation of that friendship was discussing other people. And it's oh, just, it, it no longer feels, I don't know that it ever felt good, but it's like, I don't know, is it dopamine or what, what is it that you get from having that immediate, you know, like you get this immediate hit or excitement when we talk about like, did you see what she was wearing or did you hear mm. what he said? And, and then we, we're getting excitement. We're feeding off of each other. We've not really made the situation better. We haven't, we haven't, it doesn't speak well of ourselves. If anything, we're speaking to our own insecurity. Um, but it's just not productive. It's not helpful to anyone. And it really just minimizes our own glow when we do it. So, I agree. Yeah. Um, and then the last one I'll say is if your behavior around them changes, if you have to adjust who you are around someone else. That's so hard. Then there's a red flag. It's something to explore. That's a hard one. You think about that. I mean, it, it on the surface, it doesn't seem like a big deal. But I think if you kind of evaluate your situations when you're in them, it'll probably be a little bit bigger of a deal. I don't know, man. This is, this is not easy. It's not easy. And the thing is, is... It's not an overnight thing. You're not going to hear this list and be like, okay, I can think of 10 people right now I need to cut out. Sending them an email right now. That's not going to happen. <laughs> I mean, it's just, it's adjusting how you perceive these things. It's thinking about it and, you know, just letting it all sink in and realizing what small incremental steps you need to take today that will lead up to the bigger changes. But if this in any way helps you, you know, we're here to support you. We will be in the arena with you. <laughs> Absolutely will. Yeah. It's where we live. Yeah. We live there. Absolutely. Quick question. Okay. How do you know 
that like what's that moment for you when you know you've met someone who is your people? Oh, that's a tough one. I don't know. I just feel like there's just a connection. You know, there's this yeah. interest I have in what they're doing, I think. I think I think getting to know the woman behind the thing. Yeah. There's something like incredibly sexy about that. I yeah. love hearing like, why, how come this, why are you doing this? Who do you help? Who do you serve? How do you, you know, all the things, but I think, I don't know. It's kind of like a gut thing. It's just yeah. like a spark of sorts, you know? Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's what about you? I kind of like to watch people. It's um, you're a creeper. <laughs> I, <I'm> a creeper. <laughs> I think, well, there's always the thing I've, I've, I believe in is that people are who they are when nobody's watching. Mm. So when people or when they think no one's watching. Yeah. And so my question always is when I meet someone new, like how do they, how are they consistently showing up? And I have I have a pretty informal communication style and that, you know, I've tried to fight against that in boardrooms and everything, but I am who I am. So I tend to get people like people tend to mirror that with me. And so like I try to and also because I'm a coach, like I try to like pry into the more vulnerable spaces. I like to have the bigger conversations about the heavier things. So there's some of that. But like I'm curious to know how people consistently engage with and respect other people. And if they're one way with me and disrespectful in another way with other people it, that that gives me pause but i'm 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 most often looking for people who who are trying to put good into the world consistently hmm. you know i love people with endurance mm. You know, people that have stuck it out, people that have kept trying yeah. and not given up. I mean, because this shit is not easy. It's not for the faint of heart. It is not. <laughs> nothing about it is. Right. I mean, nothing about it is. And that to me is super attractive. And when somebody sticks it out, you may have to pivot. You should pivot. We all yeah. need to pivot and restructure and have different ideas and, and make changes. And, you know, if, if you're not willing to do that, then you will, it'll die. You know, right. you have to, you have to pivot, but someone that's willing to continually pursue something that they're passionate about and not give up. Yeah. That's huge. Now that doesn't mean I won't sell any of my businesses. Who knows one day I might, but I, I keep showing up. Right. You know, but yeah, I think endurance is huge. That's a, that's a huge turn on for me. I love yeah. it. That's a good one. I love it. Well, let's wrap it up, sister. I think we've covered the bases. Um, 
I just want to put a plug in that if you're listening and there's a topic that you'd like us to cover and discuss, if there's some support you need, feel free to send us a message on social media. That's probably the quickest and best way to connect with both Jennifer and I at the same time. So please send us. We're on Facebook and Instagram. And probably by the time this particular episode launches, we will be on LinkedIn as well. So uh, send us a message. Let us know how we're doing. Give us some feedback uh, and tell us what, what you'd like to hear us discuss. And we're glad that you're here.